Okay, so today we're starting a new series, and I know we've been talking about this for the last uh, three or four weeks, and the series that we're doing, we've called What on Earth Am I Here For? And uh, you might be here this morning, you might have had a friend that has dragged you along this morning, and that might be the exact question you're asking, like, what on earth am I here for? Like, what just happened? How did I end up here? But we're glad you're here, we're glad you're all here, because we're going to be talking about some very, very important, some life-changing stuff today and over these next few weeks, and uh, it doesn't really matter where you are on your, your spiritual journey, whether you're just at a place of just exploring faith, or whether you've been someone that's been a person of faith for years and years and years, this is the stuff that we all just need to hear, either for the first time or again, or for the third or fourth time, because this is just good stuff, okay? So... We're going to be doing what on earth am I here for? All right, so today we're really going to be answering three big questions that people often will ask uh, in life. And the first one, well, I guess, I guess these questions are questions that, have you ever sort of sat outside on, a, on the deck or at, when you're out camping and it's, You've just sort of got some space to yourself and you're outside and the stars are out and, and you just start pondering some of the bigger things in life. Have you ever done that? Yeah, three of us have, so. Um, but a lot of people ask these questions and the first one is this question is like, why am I, li- why am I alive? Why do I even exist? And uh, there's a guy in the Bible called Jeremiah, and he must have had a bad day thinking. He, he, he asked this question once, you know, Jeremiah 20, why did I ever come out of the womb to see trouble and sorrow and to end my days in shame? You know, he's obviously in the middle of a bad patch, having a bad, uh, a bad day. You know, so what, it's asking the question, why am I even alive? You know, some people say things like, I feel like my life, is, has a cast of great characters, but I'm just not quite sure about the plot. You know, I'm not quite sure where it's all going. And, and people try to answer this question in different ways. And, and you know, some people go for the... And they get advised, like, oh, no, what you need to do to, you know, to answer this question is that you need to look within. You need to look within and you'll discover the answers. And it, it, but it, it's, unf- it's a little bit like the use the force kind of way of looking at life. Is like you'll find the answers, you know, within you. And, and uh, the, the challenge with this is that it just doesn't work. It's because when we look inside, we, we kind of realize that actually we're not really equipped to, to work out these kind of questions. We don't really... We, we know that, you know, we're just kind of bumbling along trying to do life as best we can and we realise that we, we need help. You know, we see our inability to work this out and, 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 it's, because, and it's because you didn't create you. <laughs> so you don't know why you were created. You know, looking within, it just doesn't work. Another thing that people do is this uh, the self-help approach and you go into like the bookstores and any, any bookstores and there's just shelves and shelves and shelves of like self-help books and, and um, you know a lot of them give you good advice but not one really answers that question of like why you know why you're alive what your purpose is 
they all say, oh, you need to get a purpose. And, they, uh, and I'll tell you what, look, I'll save you a lot of money here. Here's what they say. They say, consider your dreams, set some goals, figure out what you're good at, aim high, go for it, be disciplined, break your bad habits, believe that you can achieve, and don't give up. Okay, that's what they all say. So just don't have to buy a book, just, just write those things down. Um, and look, it's, it's quite good advice if you want to you know, be successful in some things, but, but being successful is not the same as, as knowing what your purpose is, what, what you're alive for. Um, some people will go more for the, the philosophical approach, and the key thing about philosophy is that you have to have a pipe. Okay? So you might go to... You might go to Auckland Uni and... and you know, there's a spot, you know, you get together with people and you get your cardi and your pipe and you sit around the fireplace and you, you just ponder what life's all about. And, you know, so, <laughs> what is, why am I here? Where did it all come from? But, you know, they're just, they're just guessing. They're just guessing. Look, if you, found an, if you found an invention and wanted to know what it was for and how it works, there's two things you can do. You can either talk to the inventor or read the user's manual, you know? Because the reason that you are here is that you are created by God. You are created by God. Now, I know your parents were involved, but you, you were created by God. We were created by God. And why, listen to this, you know, God tells us that we were created to be loved by God. So he created us so that he could love us. Listen to this verse from the, from the scriptures, First John 4, verses 7 to 9. Love comes from God because God is love. And this is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. And again, in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4 from the Message Bible. Long before God laid down earth's foundation, he had us in mind and settled on us as the focus of his love to be made whole and holy by his love. Long before God laid down the earth's foundations. He loved us. You know, God wanted you to be alive so he could love you. That's good stuff. We're planned before the earth was formed. And, you know, it, it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what you do. He loves you. He doesn't have days where he loves you only a little bit he loves you completely every day he's not moody it doesn't go up and down he's consistent and he and look i know that there's something in us in us all that just looks for love but god's love god god will love you more than a man can love you he'll love you more than a woman can love you we've all seen that we've all seen love that is not perfect, that, that hasn't lasted. But God's love lasts and is consistently full for you. Did you know that, just, just, just listen to this, let this sort of sink into your, into your heart. God's created this planet. It just orbits just at the right sort of speed and angle and distance from, from the sun so that you don't freeze up or you don't burn up 
and then he's created the human race. So he could create you, so he could love you. That's what God has done. Each one of us. It's not just for the person next to you, the person in front of you, for you. He loves you. And when you understand that, I tell you, get that into your heart. It does so much in terms of just kind of pushing aside like low self-esteem or insecurity or you know, any sort of feelings of, of uh, insecurity. It's just when you remind yourself that God did this for me. He loves me. God, and before the universe was created, he focused his love on me. Can I get a woohoo? <laughs> you're all a bit quiet. Saying like, you're more either like that's you know you're either thinking about it or you're just not thinking about it. So, um, but that I was writing this down and I woohooed out loud when I was writing this down. All right. So that's why we're alive is because God created you so He could love you. Second big question, and this is like a question of significance. The question is. People often ask, does my life matter? Does my life matter? And you know, you often see people that have made a real impact in the world. And you know, they've got their names on sports fields and they've got their names on road signs and they've got, they've written books that people are, you know, read all around the world. And, and, uh, and you still think, but yeah, but what about me? You know, you've, you've you know, people sort of ask this question with a line on the, with their head on the pillow at night, and you know, like, does does my life matter? Does what I'm doing matter? Is my life significant, or is everything I'm doing just a waste of time? And again, you know, we're, we're not alone in asking those questions. There was a guy, King David, again in the Bible from like thousands of years ago, and he wrote down a lot of the things that he was going through in life. And uh, there's this one here in Psalm 89, verse 47. And he said this, he says, Remember how fleeting is my life. For what futility have you created all humanity? He was just having a, having a bit of a moan to God. You know, with no meaning or, or, or purpose, you know, life can be pointless. Do you know, like, in, I've read about the, um, the concentra- concentration camps from World War II, they were, which was just diabolical what happened there. But the, the Nazis that were overseeing those would intentionally be working at taking away anything from their prisoners that would give them any sense of meaning because they knew that you take away anyone's meaning and purpose that they just, they just want to quit. They just want to give up on life. And a lot of them would do that. A lot of the, the prisoners would actually choose to, uh, to make a break knowing that they would get shot down and, and killed and ended all. It's a guy called Viktor Frankl who wrote a book called Man's Search for Meaning. It's, a, it's an incredible book. And, uh, and he survived the concentration camps because he, hint, because he chose every day is that I have to find meaning in my day in the midst of everything being, being taken away. And um, it's a wonderful book if, you're, if, you're, um, if you'd like to read that at some time. It's, it, it really is. It's impacted um, people across the world for, uh, for decades now. So, does my life matter? You know, people, people live at one of sort of three, three levels often. And there's the, there's the survival level. And let me tell you, no one in New Zealand lives at the survival level. The survival level is when everyone's thinking like, 
you know, will there be an, any food to get through to the end of the day? That's the survival level. You know, we, no, no one in New Zealand lives... It, like, the poorest people in New Zealand would still be in the 10% of the most wealthiest people in the, in the planet, okay? That's, um, so it's pretty cool living in New Zealand. Then there's the, there's, the, um, there's the success level. So there's the survival, and then there's success. And, you know, success is really when you have options in life. You can decide whether you go to McDonald's or... Burger Fuel or Peter Pit, you've got options. You can decide what movie you can go to. You can go to La La Land or you can go to Logan. You know, it's you can just you've got options. You can choose. And uh, and with this sort of place here where we kind of live is that, and some people actually live in that place, and the rest of us go like they are really successful. They are really successful. They're sort of at the top of the tree, either in terms of wealth or um, or fame. Uh, they are successful, but you know what? With a lot of those people, you hear this time and time again. It's like they'll say things like, "You know, I've climbed the ladder of success and got to the top, and you know, it kind of feels like the ladder's leaning up against the wrong building." They get there and again, like, "Why does this not feel as good as it should? What's what's going on here?" And it's because it's, you know, what, what we need is not more money. What we need is not more significance, not more followers on our Instagram. What we need is significance and purpose and meaning. And let me tell you, this whole series that we're doing is all around this whole thing of, like, you know, living a life of significance of purpose and finding out our meaning in life. And, and you know, the, the punchline is, is that you, you do that by... By knowing your creator, by knowing God and, and knowing your purpose and then beginning to live out God's purposes for your life. You know, we're not here for nothing. We're not, we're not here just to take up space and to use up oxygen and, and then die. He's got purposes for us. You know, he's, got, he's got plans and purpose for us, for us. He doesn't want us to waste our lives. And if you want to know how much God matters to you, have a listen to this. Listen to this about your significance. You know, God cares about every detail of your life. When we're running late, when we're not well, you know, when we've sort of fallen out with someone, he, he cares about this. Listen, listen to this in, in Matthew. This is Jesus teaching about what God's like. Matthew 10, 29, 31 says this, Not even a sparrow can fall to the ground without your heavenly Father knowing it. The very hairs on your head are all numbered, so don't be afraid. You are far more valuable to him than a whole flock of sparrows. He cares about you. He cares about everything about you. You know, I, I accidentally ran over a dead sparrow with a lawnmower. Dead. It was already dead. So I just, that's why I said I had to get that dead in there, otherwise I would have been lynched. But there's just feathers everywhere. You know, and I'm just like, I'm thinking to myself, God, this little sparrow, God knew about this little sparrow. I did not kill it. I did not kill it. It says that the very hairs on your head are numbered. Now, I know that for some of you, that's not that big a deal. 
Like, I, I, I know that. But this is how much he cares for you. All the details, you know, so, and, and the scripture says, so don't be afraid. You are so much more valuable to him than these things. He knows everything about you. He knows your thoughts. He knows the good and the bad. And he loves you. He loves you. You know, you know the things you think about. And he still loves you. Another thing about your significance is that he planned our days before we were born. Psalm 139, verse 16, from the Message Bible, it says this, You know exactly how I was made, bit by bit, how I was sculpted from nothing into something. Like an open book, you watched me grow from conception to birth. All the stages of my life were spread out before you. The days of my life all prepared before I'd even lived one day. So, you know, he's, he's never disappointed with you. Because he knows what's going to happen. He, you know, God is outside of time. I mean, this, you know, you start to get into this, it starts to blow your mind. But, um, you know, he's, like, he's never going to be surprised when you come home in the evening and pray, God, you'll never believe what happened to me today. <laughs> you know, he knows. <laughs> and you know this, you need to know this as well, is that he made you to live forever. He made you to live forever. You know, like, one day, my heart's going to stop. One day, your heart's going to stop. But that's not the end. It doesn't have to be the end. On the other side, you're going to live. And the Bible is full of the promise of everlasting life. It's full of that promise. This life is just a warm-up, you know. It's like this is preschool. So, He's made you to live forever. Your days are planned before you were born. He cares about every detail of your life. You matter to God. You matter. You matter to God. He's created you. He loves you. He cares about you. You matter. And you need to let that sink in. You kind of need to, need to just rest back in that and go like, Wow. God loves me that much. If you let that sink in and really believe it, it'll change your life. It'll change your life. Third big question that people will often ask is, is there a purpose for my life? Is there a purpose for my life? Let me tell you about another guy in the Bible. This is a guy called Isaiah, Isaiah who asked you asked this question when he was having a, a tough time around this question. Isaiah 49, he says this, My work all seems so useless. I have spent my strength for nothing and for no purpose at all. It's quite helpful, isn't it, having these guys in the Bible? That These are kind of like the heroes of our faith. And, um, but they have, they have tough days. <laughs> they have tough days when they're just going, God, are you there? God, is, is, uh, you know, is, is my life worth anything? You know, is... My work all seems so useless. And I'll tell you, like, if there is no God, then everything does become pretty meaningless. There is no purpose to life, no grand scheme, no meaning. If, you know, if, if your birth was an accident, if your birth was an accident, if there's no God, if your birth was just an accident, 
And really, you're just no different than a duck. You just... It, it's, but let me... Because... If there's no God, nothing matters. Nothing matters. But let me tell you this. Like, you know, a lot of people, they say, like, I'm, I'm an atheist. They say, I'm, I'm, I'm atheist. I don't believe in God. And usually what, what's going on there is that they don't like the idea of there being a God because that means they have to acknowledge that there is a supreme being that they probably have to tuck under their authority. And they don't want to give up being the boss of their own life. That's usually what's happening. But unfortunately, they don't often take it to its conclusion, which means if there is no God, then nothing matters. Everything is just meaningless. But let me tell you this. There is some very good news, people. God said he has made me, he has made you for his purposes. Listen to this. Colossians 1.16, again from the Message Bible. Everything Absolutely everything, above and below, visible and invisible, got started in him and finds its purpose in him. Yeah, that was like a kind of a woohoo. I like it. Everything, absolutely everything, above and below, visible and invisible, everything got started in him and finds its purpose in him. Oh, there is purpose to my life. You know? and, and when people don't understand the purpose of something you know whether it's sex or it's money or it's just our, our own life then it gets used in the wrong way and uh, and it gets messed up and you know if our own life if we don't understand the purpose for our own life then we can we can let other people kind of abuse our life and take advantage of us and it, it gets messed up and this is what we're going to be doing over this series. We're going to be looking at God's purposes for us. Like, what is this all about? What is his purposes for us? It's such good stuff. You know, how do I discover my purpose in life? And the, the punchline around this is that by, it's by getting to know God, by getting to know what he's like, and to working out and understanding his ways to live an abundant life. Again, listen to this in Ephesians 1, verses 11 to 12, and again, the Message Bible. It's in Christ that we find out who we are. And what we are living for. So it's all, it's all worked out in Jesus. It's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Part of the overall purpose. He is working out in everything and everyone. It's part of the overall purpose he is working out in everything and everyone. You know, this series is, is based on a book called The Purpose Driven Life by a guy called Rick Warren. And they've recently re- um, redone the title, you know, What on Earth Am I Here For? You can see it's there. It's like, um, used to be the, the Purpose Driven Life. And this is the, this is the best-selling book uh, in, in USA. I know that for a fact, apart from the Bible. So, and I'm telling you, every, I would strongly encourage every home to have one of these on their bookshelf and, and have a read of this book. It is just, it's like, it's, it's like it's the Bible, but it's just sort of written in a way that just sort of follows through just to make, you know, like so you can work out who God is and, and, and what life is all about. It's just, it's just good stuff. And I would just strongly recommend you, you get one of these. You know, there's a, 
you may be aware of this. There was a movie that came out. I mean, it's an okay movie, but it's based on a, actually an amazing true story. The movie, I think, is called Captive. I, I actually wasn't going to talk about this, but um, I've got a little bit of time, and, you know, preacher's always going to grab an extra bit of time if he's got it. So um, it's a story of a, of a girl called Ashley Smith. Now, she grew up in, a, in church, but uh, she, um, she kind of started at high school she started you know getting into drugs you know which is not necessarily a life destroying thing unless it really grabs a hold you know and it really did for her and she was in a bit of a a bit of a mess and she knew and she what she's about her mid-20s and she had just bought this book the purpose driven life and she was just working through it trying to get her life back on track trying to you know just calling out to god for help and she was still doing drugs and uh, and this this guy, this movie was about this true story of what happened. Because a guy um, in a courtroom in her area, um, I think this is what happened. He, while he was in court, um, overpowered the guard, got the guard's gun, shot dead the judge, killed the judge, shot I think shot the the cop that was looking after him, and escapes. So big time bad gnarly stuff and so he's on the loose and he ends up at this lady's house knocking on the door you know gun so um and then he's in there with her and over the course of a number of hours um you know she he wanted to know if she had any drugs and yes she did and she gave him some of the drugs and but over the course of this time that uh that she was there she started to talk to him about this book. She says, like, like, let me tell you some of these things that I've been working, you know, I'm a, I'm a drug addict, I'm trying to get my life sorted out, and I'm reading through this book. And, and this guy, you know, they start working through this, you know, sort of reading, reading this thing about, like, what life's all about. And at the end of the, you know, she, he ended up um, leaving her after, I don't know how many hours, a lot of time, and he went and turned himself in. And and then you hear the story of this girl, you know, just um, just just she was she wasn't in a great place, but she's just she's just working out. You know, I've got to get my life back on track. She's reading this book and realizing this is just the truth for everybody. And and this guy who's like the baddest of the bad guys comes in and she just starts talking to this guy about this and and it and it has a dramatic and powerful impact on him you know amazing and again like there's this movie if you watch the movie and you could um, you can google up about it there's some um there's a uh um i think if you google her name so it's ashley smith um and you'll see different news things there's another one when because it happened about 10 years ago when uh, and there's another one that i've just interviewed her recently on a on a news slot it's about five minutes long just so she talks talks through it again now no she's just like she's just doing great you know like 10 years later she's doing great she's um she's um she's remarried again um but yes yeah, it's, it's an incredible story of just just this just how understanding your purpose was just gonna got got her back on the right track so that's Ashley Smith. You know, there's a guy called George Herbert. He hasn't been around for a while, but he wrote a book. In the, um, he's a 17th century. He was an uh, English poet, and he was also a, a priest. And uh, he said this, you know, it's never too late to become what you might have been. 
It's never too late to become what you might have been. And, like, I know a lot of you guys here, and um, I know that, you know, we're all in different, different places in our, in our lives, in our journey, and, um, and I know that for some of you are, are here this morning, and you'd probably call yourself a, you know, a seeker. You're just sort of trying to, trying to work this whole thing out of, of faith, but you're just, you know, you're here because there's actually something that's going, you know, I, I, know, there's, I know there's something. I need to work this out. And um, I know that for some of you here, you're, you're like brand new believers when it comes to faith, and yay, you know, we're cheering you on, and it's, it's an awesome season. Um, and, uh, you know, this, I know that this series is going to be real helpful for you. There's some of you that are here this morning, and, um, I heard this great word this morning that sort of um, may be a good description, you know, for some of you. It's like you're, you're stumblers. You're kind of on this journey of faith and it's just kind of a bit sort of stop-start or maybe you just sort of feel like you're climbing and but you're, you know, this, this great mountain but you slip back every now and then and kind of have to kind of retrace your steps. And, and you know, if that's you or if you're a seeker or, you know, it, you know, it, it may be that today's the day when it's time to come home, you know, to, to come and get things, get things right with, with God. And I know that for, for many of you too that are here, you're, you're strong believers. And, and you know, I would encourage you, this is, going to be a, this is going to be one of these series that it's just so good to get those things and just have them land in your heart again. Just have them land in your heart again. It's just, just truth, these important things, so that they can just go deeper in your heart. So... Why don't, why don't we all stand together? Could I ask you to do that? Let me just finish with this and then I'm going to pray for you guys. An Acts... Chapter 10, and, and this is Acts, the book of Acts in the Bible was the story of the early church. And, um, but this is what it says in Acts 10, 35. And it makes no difference who you are or where you're from. If you want God and are ready to do as he says, the door is open. You know? So, if you're here this morning and you're at a place in your life where you go, I need to get my life right with God. I need to to say yes to him, to find the place where life all makes sense. What I'm going to I'm going to I'm just going to pray a prayer and I'd encourage you if this is if if this is you and this prayer lines up with what you're feeling in your heart then just sort of pray it along with me. We're not not out loud but just just agree with it in your heart as we pray. And, and again, you may be someone that's a believer, but you just know that you're just not in the right place with God this morning. And again, and it may be a great prayer for you to pray as well. So why don't we just, why don't we just pray together? Let's just close our eyes and we'll, we'll, we'll pray together. God, I thank you that you are a God of love. And God, I come to you needing you and asking you this day 
to be my my leader, my my saviour, my king. God, I bring my life to you. It's all that I can bring. And I know that it's a mix of, of good and bad. But God, I come to you and I say, forgive me. Forgive me the things I've done that are wrong. Forgive me my sins. And I thank you that you promised to wash away my sins as we come to you in humility. And I thank you that you'll wash away and make me pure and clean in your eyes. God, I thank you that you made me and you made me to love me. God, I thank you that you have plans and purposes for my life and that I can live a life of meaning and significance. God, I thank you that you care for me so much that you know every detail of my life and that you have made me to live with you forever. God, I pray that you would fill me with your Holy Spirit that I may know your love and your power. Help me to know you. Help me to, to follow you. Help me to live a life that you have planned for me, a life that is full of love, joy, peace, that is abundant. Amen. Amen.